All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Look Sharp podcast. Um, as usual, you're joined with my boys, Fale, and also Moss in the building. What my up? Name's Vita. What up? What up? And uh, we come to serve you guys as frequent as we can, but we really want to just, you know, bring out the content, bring out the good vibes, share a few different interviews, but also, I guess, share our thoughts on, you know, views of life and uh, what we've been up to. So, boys, Tongan Language Week. Mole kangalotu. To all my... Yeah, that's that's the only line I've got, boys. So. <laughs> I was, was going to say, it's like, where are you? Straight out the gate, man. Straight out the gate. Oh, mate. But Tongan Language Week, you know, for all those that are, if you haven't seen our reel, some of us are level one, some of us are level two, and some of us are, you know, the grandmasters, you know. So Tongan Language Week, how was it for, for you boys? And what are your thoughts on Tongan Language Week? For me, straight off the bat, nah, I think it's, it's, a, it's an awesome week, eh? Just to recognize the language so you know it doesn't die especially for the one i think it's a initiative that was um yeah that was created in new zealand and i think it's good you know it's uh it's one of those ones especially for the guys like us that uh you know born and raised overseas that we keep the language alive and stuff like that you know um so so often you see and again no disrespect to anyone with the te reo, with the with the maoris and stuff like that you know mm. um you know even with the indigenous our indigenous uh, brothers out there and sisters out there where the language is is you know on that borderline where you know it, it's getting a bit lost so no i think it's uh you know initiatives like this where it's a solid week where we can just sort of recognize it even like learn a few new words you know like like you said, Vito, you know, tapuni matapa, you know, like those kind of things that <laughs> our parents, you know, gave to us. Like my kids know gafu, which is like blanket, you know. They know mohe, you know, which is sleep. <laughs> and they know, you know, they know that. As well. <laughs> which so they means know those I want to give you a hug so you, before you go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, just so, come here, let me squeeze you a bit tighter than I, I usually do, you know. But no, nah, I think it's a, a, a great week, you know what I mean, boys? But not just these ones, you know, Samoan language week, the Guardian language week, Fiji. Yeah. They're always, you know, they're always positive for our people to, to make sure that we don't, let the roots die and you know that we're still bringing it to the younger generation coming through 100% did you guys see um what's the NBA player is it Stephen Adams Valley yeah, Adams um, brother that was gone yeah man and 100%. like he was like he was fumbling everywhere like how to speak uh, the language yeah. but the fact that he gave it a go yeah, and like fun. man I think for us for me personally um sometimes I'm so shy or I'm so like ashamed because I'm Tongan but I don't know how to speak it that I don't even try yeah um, but man, we just got to embrace what we, what we've got and just, you know, this is where we're at and we should like just start from there. You know what I mean? As opposed to kind of shying away from it altogether, you know? Yeah. Now, and I, I agree with you there, Vita, like my, my oldest three siblings, right? They were all born in Tonga and stuff and they, they speak Tongan mad and it's crazy and stuff like that. Eh? But then I used to get shy and self-conscious when they tease me, you know, if I, if I yeah. said something, you know, like I, I think we were in Tonga one time in like 05 and I was like, you know, getting in my groove and I was like, oh, I thought my hair And they're like, hey, I still, oh, I just, I feel like my, my face get red and then after that I was like, oh, stuck you. Man, I'm, I'm Aussie, Aussie, Aussie anyway. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know what the funny thing is as well is, like for us, we mock yeah. the freshies. Yeah. I you know, know what I mean? And they still give it a go. Yeah. You know, so I think we have to have that thick skin too where yeah. we just got to keep going and just, you know, it's family. That's what they do. They mock us, but yeah. we got to, 
you know, get back up again and just keep going at it. Exactly, you know? exactly. Man, behind the scenes of doing that video, if no one's seen it, from level one to level two to Moss being level 1000 or mm. whatever it was, Moss actually tried to help me out in regards to trying to, like, say a sentence in Tongan. Moss, can I tell you, yeah. I tried for a good 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro, I tried, eh? And so, yeah, so, so Moss tried to help me out because I, I, I tried to, like, figure out a sentence and I couldn't figure out any sentence, so I just came out with words. Yeah. Um, but now it's really important and, and for me and so I served the mission in the Philippines um, and it wasn't until I learned the language that I was able to unlock the hearts of the people over in the Philippines and like they could actually understand me so it's really really important if you think about our history our history is through the words that we say and what we pass on to our family like I don't even know my grandfather's stories I only know them through my father um, so it's really, really important to keep the language and at least trying to learn what the language is. Um, I don't know if you guys remember Bulela. Bulela. Um, in Mount Shout yeah, out to Glenn um, <laughs> And um, I think it was um, DJ Masima back in the day. So DJ Masima, um, he'd do like a couple of sets um, for a couple of hula hulas out there. Um, there was at Bulela. Um, and he would always encourage us. Um, and my dad had like a DJ set. But the funny thing about my, my dad then his name should be DJ Casper because every time he jumped on the set, like he'd play a song and the bloke would leave us there. And the funny thing was, me and my brother, he'd like play like, Willow, Willow, my yeah. father. We're like, yeah, Willow, Willow. Like, we didn't know what to play after it. And then, you know, you got the, and, and you know, the, the aunties, like if they, they want to play a song, hi, Mota, hi, Mota. And you're like, <laughs> there was this one time right and so like yeah we, uh, we did the set um or we were, like the pre-starter to him and dj masimo would like just take the set and he'd just blow the roof off all of the, the um the hula hula but anyway um i had no idea what i was playing eh? and because this, i think this was a communion i think this was a communion eh? you know you know that you know that you know the, the santana song yeah <laughs> No, you didn't. I played I play the Satana song. No, you didn't, bruh. And my dad had to run all the way back in the changes. It's like, Dad, why didn't you just sit? And I think what my dad was, and I don't know if he was nervous, because he'd do, he'd do this to me when um we would go buy groceries. He'd leave me in the line to go pay for the groceries, and my confidence was shot, because I was like, oh, is my dad coming back? Or is he going to the toilet? Like, I have to pay for it. I don't have a credit card. I don't have money. Anyway, it's really important to know what you're playing. So, really important to learn your language. I don't know if you remember those times Dad would just leave us at the DJ set. Oh, mate, those were like painful memories, eh? Like, <laughs> we had a few other ones where they weren't the, like, the Tongan functions, which we love. But when it came down to the Tongan, because we didn't know the language, it was a lot more uncomfortable, you know? And, um, yeah, it's something that, um, you know, definitely we should pick up. But also we should embrace um, not only the language, but also the culture as well um you know for our people we're very passionate people um and you know the saying is you know we stand on the shoulders of giants you know like mm. that there's many tongan pioneers that got us to where we are today so for us you know just to do it justice is probably just to learn the culture and to learn a, a little bit more about the language each time so i know also, and then by, by all means if like i can just jump in for a sec boys Man, like, my Tongan isn't hectic mad, you know? Like, I'll probably hold, like, a, a conversation, like, barely, you know, before I start remixing Tongan and English together, you know? But again, you know, like, 
it, it's it's like you said, you know, how many uncomfortable positions where you're like, oh, fair, fair, you know, it's so fair. The conversation is going good. Then he asks you a hectic question and you're like, oh, ew, no, how from Glenn Denning to the Saw Pingy and just... <laughs> <laughs> Not the Saw Pingy. <laughs> but, um, nah, man, like you boys said, embrace it, you know. And, you know, do you have to know the language? No, you know, you identify as Tongan and it's 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 in the blood, you know. It's something inside of you. It's something to be proud about, right? So, man, I know there's heaps of people out there that, that don't speak it but are proud Tongans and that's cool too, you know what I mean? Just embrace that, sure. embrace the culture. Man, funny story, but I remember when I was in Tonga last time and then they have like those little shops like on the side and stuff and they were like, uh, the ones that I went to was like run by Chinese, right? So I went over there and I was like, oh, how much is the um, slippers? And then, bro, he was, like, speaking Tongan back, eh? And it's just out of it when you see, like, <laughs> Chinese people, Indian people mm. speaking Tongan, eh? Like, that's, you know, Balangis is already, you know, when they speak Tongan, that's a spinner. But to see, like, Chinese and, and Indians speak Tongan, that's next level, you know? But, yeah, shout out mm. to those people, man. But, yeah, good feels. Happy Tongan language, man. But also, you know, we've got a lot of listeners that, you know, aren't from the Pacific Islands and from their own, you know, countries and heritages. Definitely encourage you guys to look at um, you know, what are the cultural values that you can learn and what are the things that you can pass on to, you know, your families and your children? Because, um, yeah, the the world, I think sometimes we get so, um, I don't know, everything kind of remixes and we kind of just live uh, a blanket life where we just all speak English. Yeah. But, you mm. know, all of us have our own, our own heritage, our own um, you know, language or cultures or stories that we can learn from as well. So... Big ups to everybody else listening up as well. If you're yeah, not yeah, Tongan or Wallander as well. But, um, you know, we're coming up towards, you know, the end of the year or the, um, you know, towards the, um, the end of the, the third quarter. And for a lot of the school students, this is the time where, you know, there's graduations, there's formals, you know, there's time where uh, people start to let their hair down, their schoolies. And there's people that wish they went to schoolies. Oh, schoolies. But um, <laughs> tell us about your uh, your experience in high school, Fale. Oh. We talked about um, a little yeah. bit with our high school reunion, but, you know, if we talk about graduation and, you know, not about the school, high school reunion, but, you know, towards the end of your <laughs> school career, let us know uh, a little bit inside of yours. Yeah, I think we spoke about it before. Like, with schooling, I didn't really like school at all. Um, I kind of just went there and then came home. Um, at least, like, try to figure out what you want to do um, and then kind of lean towards what you wanted to do. So, yeah, my last year was kind of lackluster. Not too much stuff happened. Um, but coming up to our formal itself, um, you guys all went to your formal? Yeah. Year 12? Yeah. <laughs> right, I, um, right, so, man, had a good time at the formal. I think it was, it was me and my brother, like, so we finished 06, but, yeah, the formal was all right, lackluster for us as well. But my graduation was something else, so like, so our formal, oh, so the graduation, right? So we're all gonna perform at our graduation. Oh, yeah, man. So probably, um, oh man, this is going back now. Probably about two months out, one of the Tongan girls came up to us and said, "Hey, do you guys want to do a like a like a favor, like a." like a uh, performance, like an island performance, Ooh, right? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, sweet, that's us. Okay, so there was me, my brother, uh, another another one of the Tongan brothers and, a, and a, one of the Samoan brothers. So there's four boys. And then there was, I don't know if there was someone else. Oh, yeah, there was. 
and Mel. So they were, and then the four girls were tonguing as well. Uh, it was related to one, the rest were all just all mates, you know. And then um, mm. this was in Northern Beaches as well. So yeah, every, maybe every, like there was two nights a week, we'd all go back to my house after school. And then we had a, a Punake, who was one of the local girls. Tell her will come and um, teach us, right? And then, so she was just like, she would teach us the Tongan moves, but we were dancing to a Cook Island song, right? So the Cook Island song, because we didn't want to do one of those, like, oh, like those typical Tongan flavors where, you know, there's like 50 people in the back singing and stuff, even though it's mad, or even just one of those Tongan jams that come on and you, it's like one of the ones that your auntie goes nuts to, you know? So we wanted something with like a beat. So it ended up being that um, Te Vaka song. Um, Oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. So that that was the song, and then um, Sela ended up teaching us these uh Tongan moves to it. So we were like two months out just practicing, eh? Even I remember the, the week before we had a dress rehearsal all in my backyard, mind you. Like my sister was involved, my sister in law, my parents were involved, and they were making us costumes and all this kind of stuff. Right? Oh, nice, so, like, so we all got ready for it. Um, you know, so we had like a tupenu or an ear or a sulu, like. Um, the the like the yeah the wrap around and then we had like leaves on us oiled up and you know we'd do our dance and stuff you know um and it was mad and we were so pumped for it and then that was like the last of the dress rehearsal and then um the next day was <laughs> year twelve muck up day right <laughs> oh, no. what'd you do <laughs> and um actually yeah. So then, uh, muck up, they were all keen for that as well. Eh? And then again, my last year of school was all about fun. Like, if you told me what mm. I learned in history, I couldn't tell you, mate, because I was never there, you know? But I was at training every Friday morning at 7 a.m., you know, footy training and stuff. But anyways, um, muck up day. <laughs> we ended up um, getting together, spent ridiculous amounts of money on, like, eggs and ridiculous amounts of money on flour. And you know how... Um, like the drillers and all that, they have all the face masks. So we had all that too. So we cut our sleeves off our shirts, cut no. eyes out, and then that was our masks. Some boys had bellies and, you know, we're just all... No, you guys went hard. Yeah, but we're all in... And we're going to go and just egg, like... So our rivals was like a, a boys' school. But we're all boys, like we're all friends. So we egged them, we went egg to school, and we're just going around that day. Anyways, some of the boys texted and said, Oi, boys, we just got done. Mr. Leonard, who was like the principal, ah, he just done us, man, blah, blah, blah. And, um, but you know, but boys don't snitch. So I was like, oh, shucks, boys. Let's go see my mum. Just go check in on her, blah, blah, blah. So then we went in, touched base with my mum. Hey, how you doing? You know, oh, how come you guys aren't at school? Oh, today's a fun day, mum. You know, we're just going around and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Anyways, word got back to us that like all the boys and stuff that were involved in Muck Up Day um, were in big trouble. And um, we weren't allowed to perform, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, no way. So we went back to the school and there was like a, a whole, like the principal called all the Utahs in and said, all right, anyone who's involved in egging this school, that school, egging this person, that person, putting flour everywhere here, blah, blah, blah. You know, <laughs> stand up right now. All right, it's not on. But one of the broad boys got up and he's like, yeah, look, I was involved. Sorry, you know. And then... um. He was looking at us because, man, we were the only Islanders at school. And the description that he got was, Islanders are going around egging places, you know? 
And the area that we went to school, like all the beaches, not many islanders around. You know? mm. But then, luckily, we went to my mum. I was like, "Oi, you can call my mum's work. We were there at this time, you know. We couldn't have been, you know." And then, Ooh, uh, alibi, yeah, alibi. Yeah, this guy's played the game. Oi, so school, like full proper checked in with my mum. My mum, you know, go never. Yeah, my son was here the whole morning. Both my sons never fall, never fell, bro. So yeah, oh, we ended up being man. able to perform, but we didn't find out until the eleventh hour, you know, because all Wolfie yeah. was like, "Man, we worked this hard and did all this, and um, yeah, man, it was out of it." Eh? But yeah, we ended up getting uh, to perform. My brother and I ended up uh, graduating, and um, yeah, it was happy yeah. days, man. So yeah. Hey, get to go back to yeah. it. What happened, what happened to old mate that stand up? Did he able oh, to perform? Or? I think he, he graduated, but he wasn't allowed to go on the stage and uh, get his certificate. Oh, yeah, good for the boys. Eh? Boy, he took he took a bullet. He took a bullet, man. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought it was going to be one of those Spartacus moments, you know? Like, I'm Spartacus, I'm Spartacus. <laughs> so all of, like, the whole school would like sit up and say, we all did it. And then oh. the principal would be like, oh, I can't punish. No, but it was just the one. No, nah, just the one. He stood up. He took that hitter, oi, off the back fence, took the toughest carry, and to this day, always grateful. So, yeah, wow. EB, you know who you are? Wow. My guy. Shout-outs to you, man. EB's my guy. Top golfer, by the way. Top golfer, by the way. Man, I think, yeah, year 12 muck-up day um, was a really big thing. I don't know if it's, like, a really big thing anymore. And I know for my school, like, everyone was, like, looking forward to it, but the problem is, like, a lot of the seniors before us, they killed a day. Yeah. Like, they went too hard. Yeah. Where, like, they'd put, like, potatoes inside the mufflers of the cars of the <laughs> teachers. So then, like, the car would, like, the engine would blow up. <laughs> I remember, um, I don't know if the same year or the year before, in, um, we had agriculture, they used to have cows. And I don't know how they found this out, but cows can go upstairs, but they can't walk downstairs because they're scared. <laughs> So, like, you've got all these, like, cows on, like, level two of, like, C block, and, like, they can't get them down again. I don't know how they got them down, but, um, man. So then when it came, like, time for, like, my school, like, I know the boys were, like, were looking really forward to it, but, like, we were on lockdown, eh? Like, everything was just, like, bar having ankle bracelets, I think they were, like, watching us, you know what I mean? So... You know, yeah, it was pretty tame for us um, in our year. But yeah, like you, like you boys are saying, it, it's hard because you spend what thirteen years of your your school life, um, you know, preparing for um, to graduate from high school, and yeah, it was. Um, I don't remember a lot, you know, coming from that. But you know, if we talk about, you know, if you could speak to your um, younger self, you know, in year eleven or in year twelve, in their last year of school. What would you tell um, yourself? But it, like, I'll, I'll, I'll hit this one straight off, man. You know, in school, like, like it's, as silly as this sounds, like, I didn't get school translated into life. You know what I mean? Mm. I didn't get that, you know, woodwork and, you know, metalwork and all these things that you do that when you pick your electives, it's something that you could do full-time later, right? Yeah. And this is, it's like, this, what's fun, yeah? Yeah. Like, for me, so... Mate, listening to everyone talk about three-unit maths and all this kind of stuff, I'm like, ah, bro, keep that to yourself, mate, you know? I'm here for fun. So I was doing things like photography, knowing fair well, I'm not taking photos for a living, you know what I mean? 
I was just trying to like look for the cruisiest stuff, but you know, my parents like no 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 grub towards them, but you know, they probably their school back in Tonga, it was probably different for them as well, you know. So if if I could tell anything to myself back in the day, it, it's probably like fire out, just switch on, mate, you know. But, you know <laughs> this is why you're doing this and like just I didn't have that sort of guidance and that explanation to tell me that, you know this is what school's for and it can translate to your outside life. Like for now, the difference between me going through high school to even my kids going through high school is like, man, I'm, I'm giving that advice. Like, so for example, my son likes cutting hair or he looks at barbering as something he can do after school, oh, you know? So I've, I've kind of teed something up with the guy that cuts his hair or fades him up. If he could just go there, be a fly on the wall, don't worry about pain and just brush hair, you know, just, sweep up hair and stuff because for me I'm already thinking about you know him after school and what's gonna be all right for him that he can you know live off his own so even if school doesn't work out I'm already thinking about okay he's got to pick a trade by year 10 so then by the time you know he's you know 18 19 20 he's already got a trade under his belt and he has that to fall back on you know whereas I didn't have that I just thought school was fun like man class mate like we were saying last week I'll send you letters in class and this and that, and we can talk about, you know, this song or, hey, can you download this? And, you know, I'll give you a list of songs. Can you? Ah, none of that matters, man, you know? But yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's what I tell, tell myself back in the day. So, yeah. uh, I, I think for me, it's just, um, you know, school's not the end all and be all, mm. um, especially when I saw people with the HSC. And, you know, school is a really small amount of time, especially when you come out of school and you're like, man, it was a really fun time, but, you know, it was just a stepping stone for, you know, what I want to do next. Um, and it's also because I think because our parents, while, you know, they were grateful to, for us to go to school, but they really want us to finish school. Mm. Um, but for me, I would have rather left at year 10 and then got a trade. Yeah. But because mum and dad wanted me to finish the year 12, I just finished it. And I think sometimes you got to figure things out for yourself and not just you know go with the flow kind of thing mm. um because sometimes you can just be left by yourself so no just all the opportunities you can but yeah school's a small part of it like and you know just have fun just enjoy yeah. things as they are that are, like you're only 21 you're only 30 yeah. months and um i also you know I, I saw a clip of prince william prince william or prince the oldest one i think it's prince william right uh, um george prince he george. said he didn't understand any parents oh. that thought that they had to suffer the same way they did in their childhood. Um, and I think it should, it, should, it should be the same for us. We should not want our children to suffer the same. Yeah. We want them to do a lot better than what we're doing. And I think sometimes you can go, oh, he's spoiled. But it's not. You want him to, you want your child or you want them to have the best opportunity possible. Okay. And I think that's probably something I'll say to, my, like, to a young me is just be grateful. Um, you know, school's only a small uh, amount of time. But don't think that, you know, you just have to go through the hard yakka for no reason. Um, give the best for yourself because you deserve the best. Man, it'd be, you know, probably a mix of what um, you guys are saying. But, you know, honestly, for me, personally, I'm a very reserved type of person. And um, I don't know, you'd almost call me like a, a safety sally. You know what I mean? Like if there was a risk to take, I wouldn't take it because I, d I don't want to, um, I didn't want to fail. You know what I mean? But if I was to speak to my younger self, you'd be like, just take risks and fail fast. Like, fail fast. man, if you're, mm. if you're only 17, 18, like you can bounce back. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, and I wonder if I learned 
you know, more about um, finance or if I learned more about property or shares or all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, like I could have set myself up, um, you know, for the future, yeah. you know, but it's only now that, man, imagine if I bought a house, you know, 20 years ago, yeah. you know, where would mm-hmm. I be now? If I learned more about um, my finances and like um, looking after myself financially, like where would I be now, you know? And at the end of the day, it is what it is. And like, we got to be grateful for our blessings that we have now. Yeah. But if we can improve our lifestyle and our way of living, for me, it would be like taking risks and probably just like learn a skill, yeah? Like, yeah. Um, mm. I love what uh, when you talked about your son, you know, and like, yeah. you know, he's already got a genuine interest into um, barbering or, you know, you know, become a sparky or yeah. become a plumber, you know, all the, all the hard yards. If you do it when you're younger, you're laughing when you're older, yeah. you know? Mm. It's only when you're older, you're like, oh, man. If I started a lot earlier, yeah. I could have been something, you know. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's never too late. You just, but you just got to make more sacrifices as you get older because of family and all of your other yeah. res- responsibilities, you know. Comes in four, eh? It's crazy, though, because even, like, one of our boys, like, I remember, like, finishing school and I was at, like, some factory, like, breaking my back, bro, you know. Mm. Ten hours a day, but, you know, end of the week, I was on 900 bucks. And then one of the boys, you know, one of the one of the brothers was, um, just starting his apprenticeship kind of thing, and I think he was like getting like two hundred bucks a week, you know, and and stuff <laughs> like that, bro. To the point where now, like qualified, you know, and he's the man, and looked after his finances, like you said. But he's balling now, bro. Like his mm. house is a mansion, man. You know, nothing mm. but happiness for him, you know. And I just remember those times, like, ah, that's the smartest route. But you know, like we we're saying as well, see, now that we've seen, you know, that and we experienced all that, it gives us um, perspective and and um, enabled us to, you know, instill that into our kids, right, and see where they can help themselves up uh, leading into the future, right? So it's um, lessons, I guess, and, and it's all good. 100%. But, yeah, thank you for uh, those knowledge bomb, boys. It's, uh, it's good for us just to, you know, probably, you know, reflect, I guess yeah. on where we're at and you know what are some things hopefully for our younger listeners or even for some of the yeah. old ones like just wondering oh should I should I try it should I not mate just give it a go you know if um you know if you have time and the space yeah. man learn something get a skill right. or give it a go you know but in saying that to you, like uh, even <laughs> it's crack up like the stuff that we do now and like you know sometimes uh, I'm in I'm in front of like you know 20 police officers, you know, telling him <laughs> or training him emergency management related to, you know, where we work and stuff like that or, or whatever the case may be. Sometimes mm. I spin out and I'm like, mate, do you know, like, the guy who's training you used, used to throw eggs at other schools? <laughs> like, <laughs> and flour? <laughs> and didn't own up to his things yeah. and let some other bloke? <laughs> Sometimes bloke. I spin out about that. So that goes back to what you were saying, Polly. It's like, it's not the end or middle or, or, or mm. whatever the case may be. And there's still heaps of time, but yeah, it's, um, it's all good. And, and I think a part of that is um, us doing the podcast a year from pretty much now, I think October is when we started our podcast. Um, we got like next to 2000 listens for, for us. We've got 500 friends that, um, you know, follow us. Like, it's amazing to think that, you know, an idea that snapped from a, a chat that we had just talking, talking about, you know, what we can do with ourselves to doing what we do now um, is, is, you know, something that we just fought to do. So the same with everyone else. Like if you uh-huh. see some of the businesses that are coming out now, um, 
you know, and it's the skills that we love, like me, making lottie horsey, yeah. making t-shirts. Crazy, um, eh? You know, yeah, doing man. the fitness stuff, you know, that stepping stuff with the, with the yeah. thing. Like, man, that's amazing. Like, it's, it's really good to see that, you know, businesses are, are, are coming out of, you know, what we're doing and the people in and around our circles. So, um, yeah, it's amazing to think. 100%. Uh, I think everything we do is not financial advice and you got to be careful as well. I know there's a lot of scams out there and there's a lot of oh. like people trying to join the loom, join the loom <laughs> or the, um, the old crypto, you know, Mate. give me your money and do this kind of stuff. Legit. Last week I had someone ask me, right. And I don't know. It was, you have to be careful who, who you let follow you and stuff on socials. Well, some random message came through and say, Hey, my bro. Oh, actually, no, I was, I was actually impressed. He goes, Hey, Toko. All right. The guy's name was like, John Steele or something like that. He's like, hey, Togo. I <laughs> locked myself out on my phone. Do you reckon you can send me your phone number so I can get this code sent over to you so I can retrieve the code, right? And I was like, oh, bloke, I've never met John Steele calls me Togo. <laughs> nah. You know, if it's too good to be true, he usually is, right? So, Jenna, oh. he's still waiting outside his house. Like... <laughs> to him and What's i was like oh hey bro of course i want to help you out man you know and then he's like thanks so much just send me a phone number man i was like yeah man i really want to help you out man and he's like thanks man just can you, what, what's your number bro and then he's like oh man thank uh yeah just send it over and then i was like yeah because oi bro do you want my um my bank account details too and do you want my address <laughs> do, you, do you want every, like mate and then i ended up you know using some explicit language you know in that message and i blocked him mate so. <laughs> oh, what a what a good end to the story you should just give him your brother's number eh? <laughs> sorry docs i gave him yours father so yeah you might <laughs> friends bro but um awesome boys you know let's let's lighten the mood a little bit yep, yep. and um I thought we'd kick it off with a little bit of overrated, underrated. So, um, yeah. Oh, just before I forget, boys, last week, mm. um, not last week, but the last time we caught up, um, we talked about Korean barbecue. Yo. Oh, yes, yes. I tried yes. it for the first time. Where, oh. where, where at, where at? Where, where, um, where, where, where? There's a good place in uh, North Power. Well, it's the only place I've ever been to, but yeah. it was hectic, man. Like, man. unlimited meats, the sides were crazy, and like, Bro, it's just so thin. So, like, when it cooks, you know, it's, like, fresh off the plate. And then when you wrap it in the lettuce and put it the kimchi, it's like, bro, another <laughs> level. <laughs> so you've changed your one from overrated, have you? Oh, mate, it is underrated. Under, <laughs> undefeated. Undefeated. <even>. Undisputed. <laughs> and the new. <laughs> but, um, yeah, for anyone that hasn't tried green barbecue, mate, give it a go. Give it a go. Um, all right, awesome. So for overrated, underrated, I've got two two of them for us uh, today. The first okay. one, I just uh, again, I think a lot of stuff we you know relates to our family, relates to our work. Yo. But um, I find even at work myself and my workmates, um, man, they order quite a few like you know coffees and every time it's lunchtime or it's Yo. that time of the afternoon, like oh yeah yeah, let's go grab a coffee or let's grab a you know, grab a drink. Um, and I just want to get your guys' thoughts, you know, the um, the old work coffees or the hot chocolates or the whatever people okay. like to drink. Are they overrated or underrated? I'll be a calculator Caleb on this. Calculated right? so, Caleb? For me, 
<laughs> I, I got no idea on where this free money comes from, this free money tree. But they start off the day with a $5.10 coffee, right? And they, they add their oat milk, uh, um, oat milk, and then they have soy milk. They have so different types of milk. And then it charges the extra 70 cents. So then you're sitting at about $6 in regards to one coffee in the morning. And so they'll have their chat and have a coffee. And then they'll go like have, you know, maybe a banana bread, which is banana bread is about $6. So you're looking at about $12 in the morning already. And you haven't even started the, the morning huddle or the morning, you know, get together where you guys do your thing. And like, for me, I try to get the cheapest lunch imaginable, where it'd be like noodles for $2 and then, you know, maybe get from um, any leftovers from last night and mix it with the noodles and eat it with that. And that's about five bucks, you know, all up. That's the whole day. So anyway, so they'll have their first coffee or whatever it is. Then they'll go back to the office and then have like a smash avo on toast. Right. But then they'll buy it from like, some espresso place which is another twelve dollars and then they'll have lunch and then they won't go to some skimpy restaurant they'll go to like a gyg or they'll go to another yeah. place have a burrito and it's like 20 bucks so calculator calib that's about 40 bucks in the day like you've already used that 40 bucks and these are people right when i'm trying to you know try to chip in a a birthday present for um secret sally like <laughs> Poor secrets like the, in finance, we can't get like a present together for her, but you're spending 40 bucks already on what you have or, like for, for lunch. It's like, uh, I, I'm not understanding. Anyway, so we get to the point where even before they leave, they'll probably buy like a protein shake or like a, a drink to, to have in the car when they go home. So I'm looking at about $60 flat every day for five days, nine to five. 60 plus or oh, times five, no idea, but it's a lot of money, right? Like, I don't know where these people are getting their money from. And so I think it's overrated. If there's a if there's a scheme, I want to jump on the scheme. Like, man, <laughs> I need to make the money because, man, me suffering with my noodles and everything else, and I still don't have money. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. So, yeah. Hey, fuck, stop, stop is, it, is this the same guy, right, spending 60 bucks a day? Is this the same guy that comes up to you when you eat your noodles and say... And says, oh, tough week, is it? Is it the same guy? <laughs> <laughs> Painful memories, but yes, it's the same guy. They're like, don't judge me. Uh, and it's a funny thing. They always ask you, oh, do you want to go out for lunch? And I always say no, because I know they'll trick me into buying something. Because... <laughs> I feel so massive. Like I hold, I hold my lunchbox in, in a plastic bag, and they'll go to GYG, and they'll come for a walk. And so I'm holding my plastic bag or my Woolworths plastic bag, and they're like, "Oh, get this, this, and this," and then I have to walk back with my plastic bag. I should just stay in the office where I could have just waited for them to. <laughs> Overrated, bro. But was, is that what you meant in regards to the coffee, or did I go somewhere else? Oh mate, you went you went around the world and you were admin manager and you were budgeting and financing and you were you know you're forecasting the LTF and mate, oh, not the LTF. But um, no, nah, no, nah, that hundred percent. So um, I'm guessing you're saying it's underrated or? Look, man, for me, man, I'm a simple man. You know, every every morning I get up and make Nestle coffee or international roast. You know, two oh. teaspoons. You know, one brown sugar teaspoon, and then I fill that bad boy up with boiling hot water and a bit of soy milk, and I'm good to go. You know what I mean? But Ooh, he's a Shanna, you're you're a soy boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm a soy oh, boy, man. My lawyer, soy Oi, boy. We spoke about this. I'm a soy boy, you know. So, soy boy. Shout out to all the soy boys. Okay. You only could see the video. Right now. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you drink with your pinky up and you like oh, top of the morning, chaps? Oi. 
soy. All right, soy. Put your S's up for soy, please. Nah. So yeah, man, I, I mix it up like that. But for for me, you know, I'm simple as well. You know, I've never been that flashy kind of guy that you know spends you know ridiculous amounts of money on food or, or whatever it is. I'm simple. But you know, if the time comes down to it and we go to a cafe and we order a coffee or we order a hot drink, man, I dig it myself. You know what I mean? Um, obviously different cafes uh, are different to to other cafes and and whatnot but there's nothing that feels more better than you know if my wife and i get up and we're early man sometimes we sneak out and then we're out at a cafe and then we buy a coffee and we go for a walk like legit Mm. like that's uh, i don't know and then sometimes like that first coffee in the morning and i think it's because i'm so simple with you know my instant coffee that man the ones at the cafe man they're gonna taste like a million bucks you know do I do coffees every single day? Probably no, not. Because, you know, like uh, calculated Caleb, I'm a bit of a tight Terry, you know? So I try and... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I try and <laughs> dollars too, you know? But I count oh, it... Terry, eh? then, oh, you no, know, when, Terry, when, eh? when it's time to, to, to splurge or whatever it is, we've got that away where we can eat nice and we can have that cafe, uh, that coffee at a cafe, you know? But if... Uh, someone's trying to wine and dine me at work, man, I'm not going to say no either, you know? So for me, <laughs> cafes at, coffees at cafes, I'm going to say is underrated, yeah? But again, it depends where you're getting it from. They're underrated for me. 100%. Do, do you feel the peer pressure? Like if someone shouts you and then oh. they're like, take them in like you have to take them for a walk and then like shout them next time or ah, uh, do I feel the peer nah because I, I usually get it on the flip side as well, you know? So if someone shouts me, then man, you know it's it's only normal just to get them on the way back uh, the next time, you know. But no, nah, I don't feel I don't feel pressure or anything like that. No, but no. when I take someone out and I'm like, oh, it's my turn to get you coffee, and they start eyeing out the menu, and then they start looking at the <laughs> bacon and egg sandwiches, and then I've got to drop in that. Yeah, nah, I'm just on my fasting buzz at the moment, eh? So yeah, they just drop a couple of hints, and they should understand. <laughs> Shouting it never ends, man. Like, <laughs> and, and if you shout somebody, doesn't mean that you have to shout them back. You know what I mean? Like a shout is called that you shout them, but like, like it's 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 one of those things where you give something when you don't respect anything or you don't expect anything in return. Oh, I disagree with that, man. I disagree. Oi, oi. Here we go. Yeah, well, let me finish my story. Yeah, let me finish my story. So, like, I'll buy and shout somebody something nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but he'll shout me drinks back. But I'll be like, but I bought a meal. But I don't say this in my head. But in my, in my, in the, so like, yeah, so I'll shout him a meal, but then he'll buy coffees. And I'm like, and then he'll count that. He'll count that as the shout. So then every time we have lunch and he'll call me saying, oh, do you want to have lunch now? And I'm like, all right, I'll meet you in the, I'll meet you in the office. We can have lunch. Oh, no, I'll meet you. And he'll pick the place. And then he'll stand there and pick a menu and then look at me. And like, he won't say, can you pay for it? But I'm like, he'll just look at me. And then, anyway, so I think if you give something out, don't expect somebody to shout you back, you know? You're giving it out with love, you know what I mean? I, like, I, I, I think you're, sure yeah, 100%. Out, right? Like, you're doing things out of the goodness of your heart, right? Like, that's the reason why you're 100. doing it, right? 100. But if I'm shouting, you know, who, who's Sally? Like, if I'm... Silly Sally, if I'm shouting her six times and she hasn't shouted me once, then I'm not going to coffees for Sally anymore. You know what I mean? That's 
I don't know. I'm not expecting it, but it's like, come on, man. I've taken you like the past six times. Surely. Surely one, you know? Surely, surely Sally. Surely. surely Sally, you know? All right. So I don't do it, you know, expecting something back. But, mate, don't take the piece. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> put it in the chat, bro. We'll put it in the stories. You guys can vote there. But, uh, yeah, I don't think it's right, man. Yeah. Oh, man. This is a whole different topic on its own. But, you know, my perspective on shouting is like, it's hard. Because, like, if someone shouts me, yeah. And then I feel like I have to shout them sometime within the next week. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> oh, yeah. What's so the time frame the between? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, hey, let's go for a walk. And then like I'll, I'll shout them a drink back just so I feel like, you know, I've yeah. reciprocated your generosity. Oh, you shout them generosity. a drink after they get you a meal or was it? No, no. It's like for like. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. I was just making sure. Just as long as, you know, like we go to Jamaica Blue and, you know, someone shouts, you know, two coffees. And then your shout turns into, you know, Nestle from the cupboard of the pantry. <laughs> oh, look. There's that He's white 7-11. Mug, you know? There's that white mug that's in the office that has been used that many times that it's stained, oh, you know? The bottom is stained, you know? That's, if that's your shout, then yeah, I don't, I don't want it, bro. <laughs> oh, but um, yeah, honestly, for me, boys, I'm probably erring more on the side of... Uh, of Fale. you know these things you know definitely add up you know what i mean but i do get the side where you know moss is talking about so i think there's a there's an in-between there you know especially like on a on a weekend or with the family or all that kind of stuff but this this whole daily coffees at work yeah, it doesn't fly for me man it's just it just adds up unfortunately overrated for that one but you know let's bring it out to the people and I think shouting is a whole different topic we can talk about in, you know a little bit later we all know that person that does the Samoan slap dance when it's time to uh, <laughs> time to pay and then it's time for Tikatonu to come out and then just like <laughs> so um okay that's the first one for overrated underrated and the second one okay. I was um I was actually listening to my free Spotify the oh, other day how's the insurance like <laughs> oh mate never been better at least I can compare it you know yeah. but um and I, I heard this artist and like this guy you know he brings back fond memories but at the same time, I just wanted to get your thoughts, boys. Keith Sweat, Ooh. is he overrated or Ooh. underrated? I'll go first because um, I went last last time. But um, this one is pretty hard because this guy, when you hear Twisted come on, you get your feels. When you hear Nobody comes on, you get your feels. But has he got any other songs? <sighs> I mean, oh, come on, bro. He's got a whole catalog, man. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. For me, it's, I, I'm a bit torn because he has like the bangers, you know, Th those two songs were, you know, hit the spot. And I'm trying to think of all like any other songs. And I'm sure there's probably like maybe one or two more. But I'm just trying to think, man, has he got an album? Is he, you know, is he, is he, does he come up with the goods? And for me, it's hard. I'm sitting on the fence. Oh. I would have to say, oh, because of the memories, slightly underrated. Yeah, I'm going to say to you, oh, you were teetering on that for me. Oh, like, mate, I'm like, teetering oh, on the, do I respect on, or did I lose respect for you, you know, on, on those ones. But like, are you going to go to his concert and listen to the same two songs over and over? Like, are you going to ask him to sing something else or? <laughs> That's me. Boys, uh, what about Fale? Yeah, overrated. 
this oh that's a big call just not even off the bat have you guys heard of Vili Manili? Yeah. William Manili? Yeah. Yeah. The, the the people that looked hectic, but it wasn't the really people singing. I just feel like that's like Keith Sweat. Oh. You know what I mean? Like instrumental, hectic. Like it, like it drugs you in the feelings. And then like, I get it, his voice. I get it. But sometimes it sounds like it's a it's a swinging door. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, just, I, just don't get, I just don't like his voice. Like Cisco, incomplete. Drew Hill, Ooh. like, those are the bangers that I love. These are the times, like, I don't know. He, he just doesn't hit the spot for me, you know what I mean? He's, he's kind of like Ray J, you know. <laughs> like, it's just, it's like a swinging door, you know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't like it. I, I think the instrumental builds his case. It's like Willie really, really, Blame It On The Rain. Like, we thought that they were the people singing, but it wasn't the really people singing. So, I don't know, man. I, I think he's overrated in, in regards to that. So. Big core, big core. You know, um, you know Tupac when he comes out, right? And then now with all the little boppers and stuff, like all the kids coming through and, you know, they have the big T's and Biggie's on the top or Tupac's on the top. But then you ask, to, you ask the, the people with Tupac on the top, what's your favourite Tupac track? And they say changes, you know? You guys sound like that. You sound like... You sound, oh, you sound like... Twisted and you know, bah, guys, come on, man. You, oi, mate, Go, you give you me, a, give me another two songs that of his. Uh, merry go round, merry go round. No, no, <laughs> you're not, you're not so good. <laughs> 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 How about, oh, baby, baby, baby. No, I'll give all my love. No, no. How about, if you really, really want it, all you got to do. Nah, you know, mate. Nah, guys. Jump on some of his albums. Like, that time, like, what is it? Probably, like, early 90s to mid-90s where you had, like, Kim, like, Babyface, Boys to Men. Like, that's when R&B was just straight drip, you know? Yeah, totally it was straight agree. drip. Like, you could probably jump on it, like, after seven. Jump on any album from those, and then you could just mm. bop to it, you know? For me yeah, now 100%. with R and B, like man, I have to, it's very particular. There's some songs that sounds like the other songs, and I don't know. It's hard mm. for me to get into songs now. But when I go back to nineties, two thousands, you know, and I just bump any of those R and B songs, mate, I could listen to whole albums. You know what I mean? But I find it now as well because they're so songs are coming out so regularly and stuff like that. Like, but the, mm. you, you don't even listen to it long enough before the next track comes out, you know, the next banger comes out. So there's always, but with those songs, you had to get used to an album because the next album that was coming out wasn't until another year. So you had to, so you had a whole year or two years before they released the next one for, for you just to listen to these songs. And nah, keep sweat, man. Like, all, all, all you got to do is listen to, where, um, to, yeah, just listen to any of his albums. And yeah, so for me, underrated, 100%. You you can't tell me yeah. that on bend the knee, yeah. boys to men, yeah. and Keith Sweat merry go round can hold a candle next to each other. Oh, you know look, what I mean? Like, mate, like, look, there's some tracks obviously that's bigger than the others. You know what I mean? Those two tracks they they charted in the top ten, but it, like for me, nah, he's he's the real deal. Other than his nostrils, like he's the big deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> No, I think the girl had a better line in that anyway. Nah. Nah, underrated. Keith Sweat is underrated. How about Tevin Campbell? Oh. Keith Sweat. Oh. Which one? Which one? Tiff, 
Pick, pick one. Oh. Tevin Campbell. Uh, Keith Sweat. No, oh. Tevin Campbell. Tevin Campbell. Tevin Campbell. <laughs> 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 Merry go round. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have Merry to go round. <laughs> I wanna see you. Nah, but that's a bop, man. Like, like, no, no, no hate against the guy. I just thought it wasn't no, no, the best. So, um, also, apparently, Moss, you you went to his concert. <laughs> set the scene. Set the scene for us, man. Like, how do you go to a Keith Sweat concert? Like, like in did he come to Australia? Did you go to America? No, 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 no. Was it was only um... like half an hour, or <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, one of one of my good mates, um, him, his wife, um, invited me and my wife to go to the casino to go watch him. So it was he in Sydney. It's like 2017, right? Man, it was cold. We get there and um again, setting the scene, like we we're in the nosebleed section, you know. We weren't um too close to the front. But we walk in and just man, you could just hear it. Like and that's another thing about him. Like as as good as he sounds on the track, wow, in like live. He sounds mad as well. You know what I mean? And, That's what uh, you know. Like, yeah, guy's done. man. Mm. So then we were there, and then <laughs> this is when, like, Snapchat was off the hook. And funny, I'll send you, I'll send you the clip. So, like, we, we had a few drinks and stuff like that. But every time he had a, had a banger come up, like, oh. But I was singing that loud that it was drowning out Keith Sweat, right? And then <laughs> started copying the elbows from the wife, like, shut up, I'm filming and stuff like this. So whenever you listen to her recordings or if she shows everyone, man, all you can hear is me singing, I want to see you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pay for you to sing that. Pretty much, eh? Hey, pretty much. Pretty much. But nah, man, uh, I'll send you those clips, man. Nah, awesome, boys. Well, um, yeah, been a good uh, episode. But um, any last words or anything from you, boys? Happy Tongan Language Week. Um, officially yep. finished, yeah, not long ago. Keith Sweat is still the man. And uh, don't let <laughs> don't let somebody shout six times and you don't give them one shout. And um, yeah, man, uh, don't don't ever snitch snitch on your boys. And if you <laughs> if you're gonna get caught, make sure you have an alibi. Moral <laughs> <laughs> of the story. <laughs> Read the game. <laughs> uh, I've got nothing to say to that. I'm done, man. <laughs> Soy boys. Represent Soy boys. We'd love to um, hear your guys' feedback. Uh, big shout out to everybody listening up. This is the Look Sharp Boys. Remember, kick back, stay ready. Look Sharp.